Welcome to the Big Church Podcast. We are a church in Barrie, Ontario, Canada, and we hope you are blessed by this message. For more information, check out our website at bigchurch.cc. Hello, everybody. My name is Trisha, and I'm here from Teen Challenge Canada. I want to thank you for hosting us today. The worship was beautiful. Thank you for that. Sorry, I just ran. (laughs) Okay, so my team and I are super excited to be here today because we love to celebrate transformed lives, and that's what we're going to do today. As most of us are aware, the drug epidemic we are facing is absolutely devastating, and so many lives are being destroyed. There is an average of 19 accidental deaths due to overdose every day in Canada. Jesus came to seek the lost and to broke up and to bind up the brokenhearted, and he calls us to do the same. We know that there is a huge need for our ministry and that we are called to serve, and it's our desire to help as many people as possible find freedom from addiction and ultimately freedom in Christ. Addiction touches the lives of most people, either directly or indirectly. It may surprise you to hear that the Canadian Mental Health Association reports that approximately 21% of the Canadian population will meet the criteria for addiction in their lifetime. That works out to an average of 6 million Canadians. And with each person facing an addiction, there are countless family members, friends, and communities who suffer greatly alongside them. The cost of addiction impacts every Canadian, and in 2017, it was reported to be $46 billion for that year alone. You may be wondering what happens in a person's life that leads them down this path, and while this statistic may help us, it states, people who experience six or more serious adverse childhood experiences are 4,600 times more likely to abuse substances. The reality is, is that when these points of trauma can impact individuals long into their adulthood, and this is when anxiety, stress, and fear become the foundation for unhealthy coping and potentially numbing pain through drugs and alcohol. Addiction does not discriminate. It affects men and women of all ages and from all walks of life. I am sure some of you are familiar with our ministry and the work we do, but for those of who who may not be, we are a 12-month faith-based in-residence drug and alcohol treatment center for men and women ages 18 years and older. And our mission at Teen Challenge is to help men and women overcome addiction and to lead full and productive lives. I often say is if our mission was simply to help men and women overcome addiction, we'd be doing great. But what is unique about Teen Challenge is that we go on to say to lead full and productive lives. When this occurs, the burden and the cost to society is greatly reduced. Our graduates become contributing members of their communities. They have jobs, they volunteer, they give back and become beacons of hope for others who are struggling in addiction. At Teen Challenge, we learn that our past life choices do not need to dictate our future, and that no life is too far gone for Jesus to save. Amen? I'd like to take a moment to show you a short video about who we are. 
Thank you. Okay, so when men and women enter our program, they stabilize as they detoxify their minds, bodies, and spirits. Our accredited addictions counselors work with each client to create an individual treatment plan to work through their emotions and trauma and to focus on getting to the root cause of an individual's reasons for using. Our compassionate staff help those in our program overcome obstacles, celebrate their individual successes, and support them as they are restored to their families and communities. In fact, one of our favorite statistics is that at Teen Challenge, 25% of our grads, are, I mean of our staff, are graduates from the program itself. Their recovery journeys are living testimonies that it is possible to live a full and productive life just as Christ intended for them. We believe that it is faith that transforms and that Jesus is our ultimate change agent. If you or someone you know is battling an addiction, we are here to help. I firmly believe that it's never by accident that we're all gathered here today discussing Teen Challenge. And we want to be a resource for all who are here, for anyone who may need help. And now I'd like to watch another short video on how to get help at Teen Challenge. Now, I would like to take this opportunity to invite Brooklyn up to share her testimony with us. Please welcome Brooklyn. Hello. I am Brooklyn, and I am 25 or 26 now, years old. <laughs> and I was born in Fort Erie, Ontario. I was born into a family of addicts. My parents were divorced. By the time I was two, so my brother and I were living between both homes. When I was five, something had happened with my mother, and she was gone for seven years, leaving my father to raise my brother and I alone. My father was heavily addicted to alcohol, so things weren't always the way they probably should have been. My brother helped raise me a lot, along with lots of aunts, uncles, and grandmothers. We had to move frequently, leaving me to feel very unstable and confused. Elementary school was hard for me because in class would make comments about my mother being away and my father being a quote-unquote drunk. It was hard for me to stay focused and to do my schoolwork. Though my father did the best he could, it was still very hard. I longed for my mother. That cycle went on till I was 
around 12 years old. It was also at the age of 12 that I started to hurt myself. When I was 13, my father, by the grace of God, went to rehab to get his life together. During that time, I moved in with my cousin Carol, started smoking marijuana and skipping school. Soon after that, my mother came home from her seven-year sentence, and my brother and I started to work on our relationship with her. She and her boyfriend also suffered with addiction. Her boyfriend physically abused her, leaving my brother and I to watch our mother hurt inside and out. That felt like torture to me. This went on for a while, and I believe it caused me to develop behaviors of that same way of life. I started drinking when I was 14 and started using cocaine a few months later. I would get so drunk to the point of blacking out and leaving myself totally vulnerable. I've done a lot of horrible things to such great people while in those young years of my addiction, thinking I wasn't doing anything wrong at all. I was oblivious to the pain I was inflicting on everyone around me. When I was 17, I was already using a number of different drugs and was in a serious relationship and was pregnant with my first child. I quit everything I was doing for the safety of my baby. Things were great and I thought I was finally going to become somebody, a mother who was going to raise her children the right way, a different way than I was brought up. But I was mistaken. After Isaac was born, the drug use continued for my boyfriend and I joined in again as well. The physical, mental, and emotional abuse started and seemed like it would never end. Not being able to see my friends or call them and being so isolated from everyone and everything in society had really started to take its toll on me. I moved out thinking I would be better off, but I fell even harder. When my son was two, I went to my first rehab program and placed him with my father. Once I finished that 30-day program, I used cocaine to celebrate. Once the fun was over, I got my baby back and we moved into our own home. I was drinking heavily for about two years and I became pregnant again. I got clean for the pregnancy but relapsed again when she was just two weeks old. In April of 2019, I'd hurt myself and was put in the psych ward. And later in May of 2019, my children were taken from me and put into child custody. This shattered me. Nothing meant anything anymore. I thought my world was crashing and it was. During this time, I found out I was pregnant again. I was sober and I was fighting for my other children to come home. And after months of fighting, I got my babies home. I was finally staying sober, taking care of my kids, being the mother that I always wanted to be. One night changed that. I thought one drink was okay, but it wasn't. It turned into partying every night and doing whatever I could to get my alcohol and cocaine. I got babysitters every night while I went and partied. It wasn't okay, and I wasn't okay. In April of 2021, I was done. I felt so incredibly worthless and useless that I thought not being around anymore would fix everybody's problems. I got a babysitter for all three of my children and attempted to take my life. I woke up in the hospital being told that I had overdosed, and I remember being so angry that God wouldn't just let me die. I felt I was no good anyway, so why keep me? Although I know my family loved me, I still felt so alone. I thought my kids were better off with no mother than the one they had got. I wanted my pain to end, so when all else failed, I agreed to try treatment again. My friend Chrissy helped me find Teen Challenge, and I thought it was going to be horrible, but agreed to go anyways. In June of 2021, I walked through the doors of Teen Challenge only to last a month, and the whole time, all I did was complain. I really wasn't ready to be sober. I returned to the same self-destructive patterns and felt even more lost than I did before. 
In my mind, I kept thinking about Teen Challenge. I felt like I needed to go back. I didn't want to, but my soul was telling me I needed to. On November 16th, I re-entered the doors of Teen Challenge, and I'm so glad that I did. God was telling me and showing me this whole time that I cannot do this without him or the help of Teen Challenge. I can't find peace without Jesus. God has opened up so many different doors in my life and in my heart that I can't even fathom them. You really can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. My anxiety-filled mind is now filled with peace, and instead of waking up wanting to die, I thank God for the life he has given me, and I thank him. Sorry, I lost my place. And I thank him for showing me that I can be the mother I always wanted to be, the mother he intended me to be. Without God's mercy and forgiveness, I wouldn't have had the strength to ask for forgiveness from those I have hurt in my addiction. God has restored my relationship with my parents and made them even stronger. I'm forever thankful for all Jesus has done for me. I wouldn't be who I am today in Christ had I not gone through all I did. Jesus is my savior and I was lost without God in my life. I no longer label myself worthless, stupid, and crazy. I am a child of God and I know God loves me through everything. 1 Peter 5.7 says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. God is blessing me with a sound mind. I no longer have to fight the voices in my head alone anymore. Proverbs 3.6 says, in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. James 4, 7, 8, submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. I'm learning to depend on God's word, and with that I know all things are possible and that God will help me get through everything. God has blessed me with the best support team. I could not have been able to do this without all the help from my family, but ultimately God. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much, Brooklyn. What a beautiful story of how good God is. Um, it just touches me so much every time I hear her story. And now I would like to welcome Erin. Erin is a graduate of Teen Challenge, and she's in our Phase 4 program. So if we could give Erin a round of applause. Hello, my name is Erin Elizabeth. And this is my testimony of how God has saved my life. I grew up in Waterloo, Ontario, born into my family of my mother, father, and sister. Both my parents worked stable jobs and gave my sister and I a great home to live in. I grew up Catholic, attending both Catholic elementary schools and high schools. My childhood was a blessing, full of love and happiness. My parents divorced while I was just finishing elementary school, and both my sister and I moved with my mom. I switched high schools halfway through due to my mom and me moving to Kitchener while my sister chose to live with our father. During my high school years, I made the wrong friends and was always attached to people older than me. I started smoking cigarettes as well as smoking marijuana, which quickly led to cocaine and ecstasy. This was all the beginning of my drug addiction. Upon graduating with an English major, I quickly started a relationship. I was going to college and decided to switch due to moving to a different city. Within three years, I had gotten engaged. Slowly, I developed anxiety and depression, and I ended up leaving the relationship and breaking off the wedding. I returned to Waterloo to my family and to my best friend. My drug use continued. 
Following numerous abusive relationships, emotional, verbal, and sexual, I was frequently hospitalized. Yet another abusive relationship, I found myself pregnant and found myself having to make a tough decision that I never thought I would have to and which went against everything I had believed in. I had an abortion. I got into a new relationship and got introduced to fentanyl. I was using every day. I then lost my Nana, who was absolutely everything to me. My drug use just got worse, and I was giving up. Nothing was ever enough anymore. This quickly led me to use heroin, crack, meth, anything I could get my hands on, resulting in losing a career that I had loved, homes, and isolating myself from my family. I found myself clinging to men who were drug dealers and constantly in and out of jail. Soon, I also got caught up in criminal activity. I started doing whatever it took to get drugs. I started selling myself to make money to feed my addiction. I had warrants out for my arrest. I was trembling with anxiety, suicidal and depression, and terrified with PTSD. Every day became life or death for me. I've had guns to my head in terrible situations over drugs, and have overdosed more times than I can count. I was told by doctors they didn't know how I had survived. I can still hear my mom and my best friend both telling me they were scared every time they hung up the phone because they didn't know if they would ever talk to me again. They were just waiting to get the call that I had passed. My sister worked with my mom searching for places that could help me, and a friend of my sister's told her about Teen Challenge. Before arriving at Teen Challenge, my life was devastating to myself and to my loved ones. I was broken and my life was messy. On Thursday, March 4th, 2021, I arrived at Teen Challenge. I accepted Jesus as my savior and by the grace of God, I was saved. John 8, 34 to 36 says, very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Every place, everything, and everyone I had turned to for healing ended up leaving me more broken than the last. But God, rich in mercy, he came to save me and now I'm alive. I have been clean for over a year. Knees on the floor, I finally found everything that I needed. God has lifted my soul and opened my eyes. God shows mercy when I've done nothing to deserve it. I know I can't make it on my own. I need Jesus. I thank God every day for calling me out of the grave. In Jesus, I find my worth, I found my identity, and I feel freedom. Jesus is my refuge, my place of security. I'm no longer influenced so much by the world's sad stab at enlightenment. I realize that only in Jesus will I prevail, find contentment, and experience lasting peace. The past is over and gone, and it is all thanks to God that I am on a new path. I now want to live the good life where I'll experience clean, beautiful, joyous freedom in Jesus because my heart is open to and filled with hope and faith. After successfully completing and graduating from Teen Challenge, I am now doing a phase four, which entails working in the office and intake and as a community support worker. Now that Jesus has saved me, I have a song of revival playing in my heart. I thought that I was too far gone for everything that I had done. I'm the one who dug my grave, but it's Jesus who called me out. All the glory goes to God. In Isaiah 43, verse 1 to 2, Jesus says, Don't be afraid, because I have saved you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. 
When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you cross rivers, you will not drown. When you walk through fire, you will not be burned, nor will the flames hurt you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Erin. Teen Challenge Canada knows that recovery is a lifelong process and begins with a series of daily life choices. Our program is intensive and it is hard. And I can say that because three and a half years ago, it was me who entered the doors of Teen Challenge. I was a junkie. I injected all day, every day. I was without hope and truly believed that there was no way out. I never would have imagined that my life would have been led down such a dark path, but there I was, a full-blown addict. I asked myself, how did this happen? Although I will probably never know for certain, I do know that my parents divorced when I was young, I was rejected by my father, bullied in school, and was sexually abused as a child. I remember feeling unwanted, dirty, and worthless. I became promiscuous and I had my son at a very young age. And then I was involved in a major fatal car accident that caused extensive trauma and PTSD. I was no longer able to cope and that's when I began to self-sabotage. I started dating men that were both physically and sexually abusive because that's what I felt like I deserved. I became so badly broken that by the time I was introduced to hard drugs, there was no fight left in me. I quickly lost control and became consumed by addiction. And like so many others, I used my body to get what I needed. I did attempt countless times to get clean, but each time ended with relapse and despair. But when I entered the doors of Teen Challenge, that all changed. Upon arrival, I was less than 100 pounds and so malnourished that I could barely walk. My arms and my hands were raw and swollen from using needles. I had been infected with hepatitis C and had lesions covering my skin. But with just a few months, God completely healed my body. Um, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Multiple overdoses and drug-induced seizures had severely impacted my memory and cognitive brain function. My thoughts were so scattered, I struggled to carry on the most basic of conversations, and I couldn't maintain a train of thought or function in the most simple ways, but God healed my mind. Yeah. My emotional trauma and shame were so overwhelming. I had so many barriers to overcome, but God gave me the strength to forgive myself and to seek forgiveness from those who hurt, for those I hurt. He gave me the love that I so lacked for myself and filled me with his unconditional love. God healed my spirit. I am so grateful that Teen Challenge Ministry is about so much more than getting clean. It's about finding true freedom in Christ and learning to live with hope and a purpose. I am now a graduate of studies in the Addiction and Mental Health program, and I am currently employed as a support worker assisting young adults that struggle in this area. 
I absolutely love that God is using me as a light for others in their deep, darkest times. God has restored the brokenness in my family, and we're closer than we've ever been. Almost two years ago, I became a grandma, and I feel so blessed to be such a big part of my grandson's life. I can now be the grandma and the mom that both my boys deserve. I feel so grateful each day to wake up sober, filled with hope, and redeemed by God's grace. I am a new creation. The old is gone, and the new has come. As I close, I would like to share one more quick video with you on how you can partner with Teen Challenge in our mission to transform the lives of other women like me, Brooklyn, and Erin. Thank you. We hope that you would prayerfully consider financially partnering with us, whether it's a one-time gift or by joining the Journey Sponsorship Community. We are so grateful for those who give monthly, putting victory over addiction within reach for all those who enter our doors and for making recovery possible for all who seek it. When you join the Journey, your ongoing recurring support helps provide stability for us to continue the transformational work that we do. If this program is of interest to you, we will be at the table at the back and you can come speak to us more about this. And one thing I would like to highlight about the journey is that our partners can select an amount that fits them best. We wanna celebrate the gifts that you give and we know that every 10, 20, 
$40 or more has a lasting eternal impact on those we serve. Our ministry would not exist if not for the generosity of individuals and of churches like yours. And lastly, I would like to ask that you pray for us. Pray for our staff, our provisions to be met, and for those who need to enter our doors. Our ministry exists because of prayer and is sustained through prayer. We truly believe that at Teen Challenge, we exist to answer God's call to those who are lost and vulnerable. I would like to extend the healing hand of God today to those who are struggling with addiction. And I thank you all so much for helping us to create awareness, for instilling hope, for your prayer, finances, and your time. You truly do make a difference. Thank you so much, and God bless you all. Amen. Isn't that awesome? Just, uh, you know, each one of those, uh, I think we had a guest, well, Bill Ferguson, he talked about that gem, a jewel, and then that is buried, you know, underneath all of that, and it has to be dug out, and isn't it just awesome to see the jewels that God brings out of, no one else sees it, but he sees, it's so precious, and he's so awesome. So we want to, um, so there's uh, two ways you can give now, um, uh, mainly, oh, thank you, mainly it's um, online through Teen Challenge, or if you want to give through Big Church, because some people have already done that, just designate it on your e-transfer, and we'll make sure that amount gets to them. Um, so if you want to give that way as well, um, we want to be able to bless them, and do whatever we can to help in terms of prayer. My father used to work at Teen Challenge um, in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, down in the States. And I had to move home after Bible school. And I lived with them for about a half a year before I got married. So I was there, living there, watching the program, seeing it. This was a farm. So they worked the farm, and um, they were out in the country, and uh, they were learning life skills, and it's a tough program. It is a tough program. We have Colin, who, how many know Colin? Pretty well, everyone here. He's a, one of our, our trophies of what God did, and God restored him out of addiction and divorced 12 years and remarried after 12 years. And so that was my, my first remarriage. Uh, it was a very interesting, but it just God's restoring power is so awesome. And the program, what I love about Teen Challenge is to keep Jesus in the center. And he is the reason, because a lot of people are just putting that to the side or saying, you know, it's a higher power or whatever. No, it's Jesus Christ. He's the only one who has done what no one else could do. And so we want to keep him in the center and so, Teen Challenge, I want to encourage you, if you can be a, a, a monthly sponsor, it's a program well worth supporting because it's got good fruit coming out of it all the time. Um, anyone you know that's needing this type of a program, it's very easy to get someone into this. So um, just encourage them that this program is available. I remember Colin, when he, when he, you know, he fought it because it was like 12 months I can't give up 12 months of my life. Well, 
three years of struggling and us being connected with it's like, oh, I've three years in my life. I'm going to give a year, give it a try. And it changed his life completely. So God's awesome. And so um, what we want to do uh, is we're going to have a fellowship time after so you can connect with, with uh, Teen Challenge Group and anything you want to ask them there. But I want us to close with just worship. Um, are, we, are we good for time? Yeah, we're good for time, right? We're good? Food team? Uh, yes, no? Are, are we ready or are we too early? Okay. So what I want us to do is um, I want us to go out with, with worshiping and just declaring, you know, this song says overcome. It's, it's called overcome. And it says that we will overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. Amen. Every one of us to have a testimony. And that's the biggest thing that we can take every day with us is being bold about our faith, being bold about what Jesus has done for us. Don't. The world wants to silence our voice. There's so many voices shouting all kinds of things, and we need to declare boldly what Jesus has done for us. Our testimony is powerful, amen? We don't want to be silenced, and it's because our Savior is worthy of honor, all the honor and all the glory. So we want to give that to him. So let's just close. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that this message has truly blessed your life. For more information, go to bigchurch.cc.